Hi, I'm Zora Chase, and you're listening to Small to Scaled, the podcast that explores how accomplished business leaders went from vision to venture. In these conversations, you'll hear about their experiences and take away some practical wisdom that might help your business scale to whatever size fits. The beauty of this show is that we get to explore so many different types of thriving ventures and dig deep into the stories of these extraordinary people who are behind each of them. Each person I talk to has one thing in common though. They're smart and savvy enough to scale their business, but the similarities pretty much end there. And that's what makes this podcast so much fun. Because in this arena, we get to learn what's behind each business leader. We uncover their past experiences, their core values and passions. We learn what makes each of them tick. And just like us, they stand alone from where they came from and where they wanna go. Just four years ago, I had the privilege of joining today's guest on a grueling but transformational rim to rim hike through the Grand Canyon. While our whole group focused on staying vertical in the 115 degree July heat, she expertly guided us, kept us in positive spirits with tons of laughter, and even carried two backpacks at times when one of the hikers was struggling. The whole time I hiked, I kept my eye on the prize, and that was her backpack with a pair of red stilettos dangling from it. I'd watch her as she spotted the perfect boulder, and by perfect, I mean it had to be hanging dangerously over the Grand Canyon, then she'd climb onto it, throw on the heels, and strike a pose. That was Sarah Schulting-Kranz four years ago, a budding life coach and a certified Grand Canyon guide. Since then, Sarah has scaled her brand, bringing to life her Live Boldly mantra. She's the author of a book called Walk Through This. She's a TEDx speaker. She's executive producer of a documentary feature film now in production and continues to conduct retreats in the Grand Canyon. Sarah, welcome to our show today. I feel like the, today's conversation is going to be closure for both of us four years after we climbed out of that canyon together. So well, happy I, to have you here. <laughs> thank you. And I am literally like in tears right now. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I mean, what a pleasure. You've done so much. Like we don't talk all the time, but I was just telling you before we started recording that I feel like we do because you are wildly active and you come to life in the media that you put out out there. Your your social media is phenomenal. We'll get into that more later, but um, um, I'm just so happy that we actually get to talk in person today. It, it, this truly is full circle for me. I just want to let you know that it truly is. I'm having a lot of full circle moments right now in my life. And this is, this is one. So thank you for having me on. I love it. Well, we know, you know, from the intro, you are a skilled guide and you're also a trauma therapist and you've kind of morphed these very different skills into your brand, Live Boldly. Um, I'd love for you to share with our audience a little snippet about your journey, you know, and then we can explore that journey, how that story took a turn and you created vision from that and put yourself out there. So yeah. um, would you share with us a little bit about how this all came to be? Absolutely. Um, so I would, and it is going to be a very big, it's a very short snippet only because there's a lot there. Um, I, you know, I'm a survivor of multiple traumas. I was, um, I'm just going to dive straight in. I was raped when I was 17 and I knew at the age of 17 that eventually my story was going to be used for something larger than so much larger than this horrific experience that I had lived through. 
Um, as a result of that, I ended up having a child, my oldest son, who who is my oldest son today. And, um, and I really had to, that was the start of me believing so deeply in myself and believing in my story. And also what became three words that later in life also became a part of my book and my, uh, my business, which is truth, always having your truth, inspiration, always leading an inspire, inspiring life every day and hope, finding hope within yourself, um, not externally, but literally in that internal form. When I was 40 years old, I experienced my second round of major trauma um, when I found out that my husband had been betraying me with men for most of our marriage. And so I experienced major relational and betrayal trauma, which I had to obviously heal from, and my healing ended up happening in nature. So how I started my business was simply because I healed so deeply from two very, very different times in my life. And the way that I healed it, healed from my healed from all of this depth of, <clears throat> excuse me, this depth of pain was um, through uh, finding myself in nature and, and finding clarity and finding my own truth, inspiration, and hope out there. And um, what became my TEDx talk was all on forgiveness and my book, then when I launched that, when I went and found my agent and my publisher, my book um, is called Walk Through This, Harness the Healing Power of Nature and Travel the Road to Forgiveness. And, you know, my business simply became, it came from my own personal experience and how I didn't want other people to feel alone like I did at 17 and also at the age of 40. Um, I'm now 47 and happier than ever. And yes, I am scaling my life as much as I am my business because I truly believe in that. Living boldly. I love that. I love that. It's interesting that you say that you came from nature. It started with nature, your love of nature, and then it became, you know, an aha moment for you almost to reach out and help other people that might be going through trauma through nature. Like you've got this, you've got this magnet. To me, the Grand Canyon was a magnet that it was on my bucket list. I always had to hit the Grand Canyon and I didn't realize what a transformation that we would be going through by putting ourselves through some physical rigor and also just the awe-inspiring, you know, vastness of the canyon and how the beauty of that was just just at every every look, every turn was just you know jaw dropping. So inspiring. Can I thank you? Can I like I'm yeah. just gonna. So one yeah. of the things Let's that I it. really work a lot with people with um, people even more so now today than I did four years ago within our own retreat is really deepening into your heart, right? And like dropping into that space. And I think everything comes from that. If it's your business, if it's your personal life, if it's your, your, you know, intimacy, uh, love with, love with others, love of self, everything starts from that space. And we live in a space where we are so uh, mind centered, where everything is coming from that space of mindset. And I really truly believe that so much of life comes from that heart space of really developing that, you know, that, that deepest intuition and that deepest, um, connection with, uh, with other people and with, uh, within your business, within whatever it is that you're doing. And the grand Canyon metaphorically works because we, we go into the Canyon. It's not like any place else. You don't, you're not climbing up first. You're, you're going down in first. Right. And so you're diving into the Canyon, you're sitting down there, you're working on your own personal growth, your own personal self, and then you're coming out a transformed human being which also is metaphorical of like dropping into your heart and really diving into who you are. 
Yeah. And to add that, that other metaphor that I was thinking of when I was in the canyon, so at the very bottom of the canyon is the water that flows through it. And that is our real soul and our inner self that says, it's okay. It's okay to go down this journey, you know, because you're going to come out the other side and, and um, you're going to be better for it. And it can be scary. <laughs> we all know that. Like, yes, yes, there can be some rapids scary. in there. <laughs> this was not, I mean, I was like, wait a second, I'm doing what with my life when I decided to do all of this? Because I didn't set out to do this. This found yeah. me, right? And that's the most beautiful piece of it. I will say that one of the biggest pieces in my business that has allowed me to be successful is staying present. And you learn how to do that when you're in nature. So many things from the outside world can take over, but it's really about being present with each and every moment that you are in this life of your own. Yeah. There were some moments there where you, where I felt the reality hit me. I had that backpack was very heavy. I mean, it was at least 50 pounds or so. And then at one time I fell, I tripped on something I fell and it felt like somebody jumped on my back and I realized that's the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow I flipped over and I was like a turtle with my arms and legs, unable to get myself up. It was pretty like humiliating, but also just a reality of, okay, this is real. This is happening. And yep. then there was some point where someone was about, someone tripped in front of me and I grabbed her backpack and pu and pulled her toward me. Cause I know what happened to me. So, which is, it's all interesting how everything sort of happens along the trail. And it's just, you have all that time, hours mm -hmm. and hours <laughs> to think about it. I always say the trail provides, it provides, it provides us with the lessons that we need. And um, sometimes we don't appreciate those lessons until we're out of it. <laughs> and I will tell you, <laughs> it always provides every single time. That's why I do these for myself every year too. Yeah. I remember there was someone struggling to get up and you had to give her encouragement every single step she yes, I took. I think it I was 14 hours up that day. Yeah. yeah. Did you, is it in the book? It's in the book. It's in the book. Every single step we, we walked it together and, um, and it was, it was, it was so powerful. And then if you remember correctly, I got up to the top, um, I got up to the rim and you all went to, um, went to back to the plate, to the, back to the hotel, the lodge. And I sat on the rim and I just wept because it was one of the most, ex just, it was such a powerful experience for me as well to be standing beside somebody and giving them the encouragement and going back to their mantra and back to their affirmation of, you know, you are strong. That was what she was saying. And I, she was saying, I am strong. I am strong. And just being a part of that and witnessing her own transformation up out of that Canyon was so, so powerful for me. Yeah, it's extraordinary. We could talk all day on that, yeah, but we <laughs> we're going to, we're going to turn the corner because you climb out of the Canyon and then you have, then you recalibrate and, mm -hmm. um, you figure out a way to take what you've learned and what you're sharing with others and scale a brand, escalate that into something that is bigger than just you. Um, tell me about the resources that you had, um, getting your business up and running. Like, did you have growing pains? Like, when did you know that oh. you needed to hire an assistant? Or did you get a business coach? I'm just curious, what kind of resources did you, did you use in getting the business going? This is actually quite humorous. So um, two years ago, December, I was sitting on my bed and I was scrolling through Instagram and I was 
felt a little stuck. I felt, I did feel a little stuck and I knew that I needed to deepen my own personal, um, personal development and also my business. And I, for me and the, what I do, I believe that when you deepen your personal development, it also deepens uh, your business and it scales it out there. And so I scrolling through Instagram and I found Amber Liliestrom and her mastermind. And I went, Oh, I need to be in that. And they just happened to be running a retreat in LA at the time. And I'm like, I need to be there. And so me um, having a lot of masculine energy back then, I, I knew that I also needed to step into more of my femininity and especially coming out of my marriage and all of the things. And so I joined an all women's mastermind, scared the living crap out of me. Um, and it was a very big investment and I ended up doing it for two years. I'm no longer in it, but it was a huge, huge, uh, step in my own personal development, but also within my business. And it transformed everything. I, I literally transformed as a woman, which was really huge for me, um, found my voice more. And, um, then the other thing that I did is I had not had any help. And when I got my publisher, my publisher sat me down and said, you need to get some serious, like you need to get some help besides, you know, what you're doing. You know, I have my, my website person and all of that, but that's when I actually hired my assistant who I now, she's like my right-hand woman. I love her dearly. Joe is her name. And so that was about a year ago. And so it's her and myself. And then I have a team of other people that run everything behind the scenes, but, um, yeah. It, and it was scary. Cause I'm a, I'm a little bit of a control freak. I, well, I was a little bit of a control freak just because coming and it, And a lot of that is because of it's a trauma response for me. Right. And so, um, I had to let go a lot and say, okay, y'all, y'all, I'm going to trust all you people. This is great. Mm-hmm. And trust myself. Yeah. That that's, that's a great way to, to look at it because, um, I know you care and part of it is yes, your trauma, but you know what? I hear a lot of people who are perfectionists say they care so much. Nobody else can care as much as they do. And they can't, it's really hard to let go and give it to somebody else. But, um, I think that, um, that's what makes a good leader, someone who can guide and say, this is my vision. Help me make this even better with your skills, like appreciating those people's and those people's skills and, and then using that to your advantage for your business. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And patience is a big thing for me. I'm learning a lot of patience because, you know, uh-huh. I, I'm one of those people that I want it done now. Like I want my business to be huge now. And I'm realizing you also have to have patience with this girlfriend. Like it's okay. (laughs) Like enjoy the moment. And again, that's something that I've learned when I've been out in nature is just simply be present and enjoy the moment. But then also to remind myself to look in the rearview mirror and say, holy crap, look at what you've built since this happened to you seven years ago. It's pretty amazing. That's great. You have those moments where you pat yourself on the back a little bit and give your, give yourself encouragement to keep going that way. Very cool. Um, and I, you were just talking about nature real quick. And I was just going to ask you, like, how do you were saying something about paddle boarding and watching the sunset? When do you have time to do that? And how do you work <laughs> that into your day? Please tell me, I want to do that. <laughs> so I, um, I learned this early on self-care is key. And if I'm not taking care of myself, I cannot take care of um, other people, just period. So every year I 
put into my calendar that you are taking eight days on a trail by yourself or with somebody. Uh, I just, I just put it in and my kids know it. This last year I went on the John Muir trail for 22 days. Um, yes. Right before my book launched, <laughs> it was like, what am I thinking? And at the same time, I knew that I needed to do that. So I literally block time off every year for me. I just, I make it, it's mandatory. It's, it's a part of my business. And, um, and I do find time every, you know, every to every other day to go on my paddleboard. And I, I just mix it up and decide today I'm going to go watch the sunset, but I also bring that into my social media. Right. And so it becomes a part of me, which becomes a part of my business, which also becomes a part of my clientele, which also becomes a part of my long-term reach. So I know that if I'm not, if I'm not walking the walk, and if I'm only talking the walk, who the heck's going to believe me and how am I going to scale this out there? So I actually do what I want others to be also doing and being. That is insane. That that's that is exactly what we're all trying to do is take our passions, our our the things we love to do when we're not working and fold that into something that generates you know, puts food on the table and generates a, a business model. Um, and it's wonderful that you're able to go ahead and do that. Um, yeah. Thank you. As part of your day. Um, so that's, that kind of leads me into my next question. I was going to ask you about your thoughts on marketing and social media, since I'm chasing Nectar Digital Solutions. What kinds of suggestions do you have or what do you, you do for social media that seems to work the best for your brand? So, you know, what's interesting is I've played with a bunch of stuff and I, I'm a believer in playing like access that inner child and just have fun with it, including in your healing, including in your business, including all of it. Um, I don't put anything out there unless I'm feeling it. That's the number one thing. Cause it's all energy and people feel your energy. They can see it in your eyes. They can see it in your laugh or your tears or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, so I, that's one of the things that I truly, um, aspire to like, that's something that I believe in. Uh, I've done Facebook ads. They, <laughs> we all know that sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. They have worked beautifully for me. And then other times they have not. Um, but truly it's in my posting and, and I do all my own social media in my posting, mm-hmm. in my stories and all of the things I watch what other people do, but I do not mm-hmm. copy what other people do. I take what I see what other people are doing works for them. And then I just alter it and make it something that works for me. And it has, mm-hmm. you know, it has, um, it's funny how some things work for other people. And then I try it and I'm like, well, that doesn't work, but my mm-hmm. audience isn't the same. Right. And so that's the other thing is that you want to speak to your audience because my audience is simply a former version of me. And if I'm a former version of me, what would I need to hear? So that's how I work it within my social media as well. I want my social media to grow who doesn't, right? Like, and at the same time, it's only because, and it's not, it's not an ego thing for me. It's a, I want others to be able to heal and to be able to grow and to be able to do the things that I once wanted and achieved to do when I was feeling like I needed help. And so it's just guiding through that. Yeah, it's it's tough to rely too much on just your organic posts because Facebook is at a place with the business accounts. They're only showing about 2% of your followers your organic posts on a business account. So I, I always post on personal and business. Yeah, so I, I know I'm I'm boring. I, like I don't 
Do you? Yeah. No, I do. Yeah. I, I post on Instagram. I, so I post on Instagram and then I post my Instagram goes through, um, my, uh, through, goes through my business, mm-hmm. um, Facebook, and then I also post on personal. So I post on all three. Yeah. I'm not yeah. into tweeting. I just can't, I don't know. I, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just not much of a tweeter, Twitter, whatever. Yeah. TikTok, not Snapchat. No, like I just, I don't know. I don't know. I can only do so much. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. There's always something new that you could be doing, but it's, you, you, you got to limit yourself and focus on what you really do best. Well, and anyway. then clubhouse yeah. is the new one, right? Clubhouse, like everybody's like, absolutely. come to the clubhouse. And I'm like, oh, good Lord. Okay. <laughs> so I oh will get to point too, but you know. Yeah, that's funny. I was just talking to someone that that got into Clubhouse and I'm having the same thoughts you are. Like, I guess I got to join the club. <laughs> got to get into Clubhouse. Okay, I'll, I'm going to check it out. I mean, it's all, everything is is worth checking out and seeing if right. it works for you. That's yep. how I see it. Exactly. Um, so, so tell me, you know, in your book, you also, we were just talking about you being a perfectionist and, and you use the term that it takes pressure, pressure, um, that you've got to take pressure off choices. Can you give our audience some tips on how to shed preconceived fears and get unstuck? Like having that, that like putting yourself out there and having that go for it mentality when control is important and brand is important. And, um, you know, and there's fear around that. You don't want to break some kind of a mold, but you, you need to. But you kind of need to like, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of, the basis of it too. you kind of need to. You know, I, um, I did a, it's funny because I did a uh, downloadable program in my website and it's all about, um, it's all about getting unstuck, living, uh, living uh, freely. And um, it's called unstuck and free actually. And I do every time that I take a step into something where I'm like, okay, am I, am I pushing it here? Am I pushing? Cause I have, I've pushed it like with my posts and different things, mm-hmm. but truly um, when I'm doing it, I always give myself, there's three words, fierce self-compassion either way, right? Like fierce mm-hmm. self-compassion for the girl that was not heard in the past. And I'm bringing her forth and having her speak when nobody heard her. And so it's, it's a real um, scary space to be in. And yet when you are doing it from a place of love and not fear, because a lot of time we mistake fear uh, for, we mistake excitement for fear. Right. And so when we can come from that place of what's what's really driving this, is it the excitement of it or am I really afraid of it? Right. But always standing in it with love and fear, self-compassion for self and understanding what is my purpose? Why am I doing this? That's it. Like, what is my purpose? Why am I doing this? And if I'm fully aligned in the moment when I am posting anything or putting myself out there, even standing on stage for that TED talk, like that was scary, man. That was scary. <laughs> because I really gave of myself everything. And, you know, my story is pretty raw and, and I had to be very vulnerable, but when I'm doing it from that place and understanding why am I doing this? What is my purpose behind this? Then I know it's fine. Like I'm good. I'm good. I know I'm standing in my values. I'm good. Yeah. I, that That's a great um, guiding post for me too, is what is your why? And I, it's everything I do is what's the why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to hear someone like you speak because some of us look at people that have high energy, that put themselves out there. They have this story that they think we all think it's baked into your DNA, that you, oh. you just came out like that. 
And you are here to tell everybody that no, I'm trauma X2. (laughs) And and it takes a lot of um, self-reflection, self-care, and, um, you know, being in touch with your truth to pull yourself out of that. I just did a post today all about your truth, own your truth. Oh, really? Own your truth. I woke up and I was like, you know what? I need to do a post about owning your truth. And truly like that is what it's, that's what it's about. You know, I always say you've got one round on this earth. Don't, don't leave it saying, saying to yourself, why didn't I, or what could I have done differently? Like literally, like I always say, I always sit here and I go, what would my hundred, I feel like I'm going to live to 108. I don't know why. What would my 108 year old self say about how I'm living in this moment? That's the question. Yeah. What would she say? Would she be like, good for you for going for it? Well, I hope so. Right. Because there is no going back. And you you want that 108-year-old person to be proud of the 47-year-old looking back at it, right? Yeah. And have insane stories to tell their great-great-grandchildren. I'm going to, I mean, yes, majorly. (laughs) Good ones. Good ones. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so tell us, you know, this is this is um, a brief podcast so that people can can listen when they're uh, doing their short commutes or or taking a walk around the block with their dogs or whatever they're doing. Um, so let's let's um, let's share with our audience how to get in touch with you. How to? I'd love to know where I can find Unstuck and Free that you were doing, and um, any other ways that we can tap into you as a resource, as a guide. Share? Can you share some of that with our audience? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm on Instagram um, at sarahschultencrans.com. Um, Facebook, same thing. Or in my Facebook business is Live Boldly with Sarah Schulten Kranz. My website, sarahschultencrans.com. You can find on there my Unstuck and Free downloadable program. I do a monthly program called The Trail, a community for truth, inspiration, hope, and healing. And then I also do my um, retreats, my Grand Canyon retreats. We have those coming up in April, June, and October of this year, three months of coaching along with the deep dive in the Grand Canyon, which is really cool. It's for everybody and anybody. Um, And then what else? We're working on this documentary. Walkthroughthis.com is where you can find all of the documentary snippets, and they're amazing. And my book, you can find actually at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any fine bookstores, or go through my website and you can find it there as well. It's called Walk Through This. Walk Through This. Yep. Harness right. the power of nature and travel the road to forgiveness. My TED Talks Perfect. on my website, everything's there. Okay. So, so let's, and your website's beautiful, by the way, as a digital Thank person, you. I have to tell you, I'm, I love it. Thank I think you. it's really great. Um, Okay. Well, I just want to say thank you for being with us and sharing your truth, inspiring me and so many other people and helping us find hope and healing and believing in ourselves to, um, to do what we're we're supposed to be doing out here on this earth. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me on. You're amazing. This was fun. Thank you. Um, And to our listeners, thank you for listening today. This is part of a regular series that shares perspective of business leaders and entrepreneurs on how a vision can become a venture and a dream job. It was created out of my vision to venture and day job, Chasing Nectar Digital Solutions at ChasingNectar.com. We specialize in helping small to mid-sized businesses grow with custom digital solutions. That's my little pitch. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our podcast 
podcast and share with your podcasting friends. I'd love to hear what types of businesses you're in so I can play more of that. You can email me at zchase at chasingnectar.com. Thank you, everybody.